Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono, but bono, bon, bon. Okay, who made this potato salad? It got mustard in it. But bono, bon, bon. Turn off the lights. All I need to do is borrow about $35. Look, I'm telling you, I'm going to get it back to you. <laughs> what up? Everybody, welcome to Black Ass Podcast. I am your host, Hadia Robinson. Thank y'all so much for coming back, subscribing, being present, being here. <laughs> I was trying to keep it upbeat and lost it that fast. Oh. Why? That was. That's how I woke up um, Wednesday morning after staying up till the very end and then not really sleeping and then waking up like, <gasps> it was a dream. <laughs> oh, Lord, it's real. Um, yeah, man. It has happened. Uh, America has fallen into a storm drain like those two bald eagles. <laughs> America has committed suicide. Um. Oh, yeah, I hope you didn't log on to this podcast and think I was going to be in here talking about something we just need to pray and come together. And pff, Nope, you might as well go ahead and log off right now because you're not getting that here. What the fuck happened? Seriously. Like, word? For real? Wow. <laughs> Um, so Tuesday was the election. Hillary went down in flames. God damn. Hillary, did that bitch even stand a chance? There wasn't even a point in the election where I felt like it was possible. Like, God damn. Mm, if I was a feminist, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> I will burn every one of them t-shirts. <laughs> but alas, it's all going up in flames. So what does it really matter? Um, Yeah, like even when the first polls closed and they got the first number in, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going the right way. And then, um, and I was watching MSNBC and I'm going to be honest, y'all. There was no sadder reporting of the election than MSNBC. <laughs> like, <laughs> people at MSNBC. <laughs> Yo, I'm, every time we came back from break, I felt like one of them was going to have committed suicide or something. Because <laughs> was, no. That was the most hopeless reporting ever. Everybody was like, first post coming in, Brian Williams up there. And I'm like... <laughs> Brian Williams, you do so much lying. Can you lie to us right now? Shit. It was like, so they, you know, they all a beat. All right, the first polls are coming in. And, uh, oh, <clears throat> okay, okay. Well, you know, we're just uh, moments away from the next poll. Clo oh, shit. I mean, <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Maddow was over there <laughs> looking like. 
<laughs> a traumatized vet. <laughs> I mean, even when you're laughing, you're really crying on the inside. That's how sad it is. Chris Matthews, his his hair went to a whole other level of white. Like, it's white, but then it's like Clorox commercial white. (laughs) That motherfucker was... (laughs) Harry Potter, Dumbledore white. That motherfucker... It was traumatizing. It is traumatizing. This whole, the last three days have been traumatic. Traumatic. Absolutely traumatic. Because now you're looking at people who you thought you was cool with with a straight side eye. Now it's almost like there's no more trust. It's almost like you're in a room with a bunch of people. The lights went out. Somebody got murdered. And now everybody in this room, you're like, I don't know who. Everybody in this bitch is a suspect. You know what I mean? Like, everybody got an equal amount of blood on their hands. So you like, wait, was it? But you said that, you know, um, grabbing by the pussy was wrong. Wait, okay, well, well what, what about you? Because you got people. You were immigrant, and you just got your paperwork. Wow, okay, oh. Oh, and you, wow, okay. You was just pulled over by the police, and this man talking about he down with the police. But, okay. So everybody in this bitch voted for him, huh? <laughs> um, FYI, I'm never going to mention his name. So, and definitely won't give him the respect of president. So if that's something that you're expecting to get from me, you can kiss my whole ass ass. <laughs> my whole ass ass. Kiss my whole ass ass. Not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. Absolutely never, ever. And don't. I bet not get not one person in my inbox talking about something we need to come together as a bitch. Fuck you. The most coming together I'm going to do is when I put my hands together and then put my middle finger up so it's like a clamshell middle finger. That's about the most coming together I'm going to do. So I don't fuck y'all with that. You can miss me with that because I didn't hear none of that when Barack got in office in 2008 and People was up there talking about something. We have to make sure this president fails. This the worst president ever. He just got in there. What are you? Anyway, so no, no coming together for me. Um, I'm going to go and purchase a bunch of slanderous Trump uh, websites. You know, the shit the Tea Party did after Barack got in office. Yeah. And I'm going to put up a bunch of memes, like just slanderous memes and, you know, uh, all the naked pictures of his wife, I'm putting those up. The fact that he got th- three, five kids and three women, I'm putting that up. And, you know, I'm going to find old birth certificates. I'm about to start the first birther movement. For- <laughs> uh-uh, fuck the birther movement. I want, I want the hair movement. I want paperwork on Donald Trump. <laughs> Woo! get ready for four years of complete pettiness yes absolutely no adults here no first of all there are no more adults when you have that dude talking about some um i just saw a tweet from him talking about how protesters are on the street and it's unfair you little hoe who says unfair as an adult male it's unfair what are you talking to a kid in the after school movie what are you talking to your daughter because she's not going to the prom what the fuck are you talking it's unfair bitch 
But okay, y'all enjoy that though. Y'all enjoy that. Um, I had all this stuff that I wanted to talk about from last week. Oh, last week we can start there. So last week I was going to do the podcast. I had all intentions of doing the podcast, but I caught that virus that was going around. Um, you know when the seasons change, and you know this weather is cold, warm, hot. It, like within one day, it'll be go from cold to hot to rain back to cold. So um, I end up getting caught with um, that. And I live in New York. Every person in New York catch that one cold. Um, and you're pretty sure you caught it from somebody on a train because the train is essentially just a moving Petri dish of every of all the diseases, of everything, of every type of like. And it's all blowing through the it's all blowing through the vents. Like, so I'm going to be honest. And the one good thing about living in New York is the fact that I know I am very sure that if the zombie apocalypse happens after the inauguration, which I feel like it probably will. I feel like all of this shit is just a bad movie. And it's the election is just the precursor to people eating each other and not in a sexy way. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Um, (laughs) But I feel like if even if the zombie apocalypse happened right now, New Yorkers aren't going to die. Because we've been exposed to everything. There's nothing that we haven't been exposed to. And we still out here going to work. You get a rash on your neck. You're like, oh, that's that's odd. <laughs> that's weird. And then some subway water drip on your neck and it healed a rash up. So you're like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> So <laughs> every day This is so dumb. Every day is basically we're getting a vaccine shot of some new disease into our system. Never going to die. Not going to get caught up in those zombie shit. And I'm very convinced that all the people that's on the walking dead, they were once New York residents. And now they just happen to end up in Georgia and they are the only ones that survive because they had already been exposed to every disease. So I'm fine. I'm fine. So there's nothing that Trump and Russia are going to unleash that I'm not prepared for. Um, just because I live here in New York. Um, anyway, I said, I wasn't going to say his name ever again. So I'm going to work on that because I feel like I should smack my hand. Bad, bad girl. Ah, uh, the first lady is the porn star. Okay, um, anyway, <laughs> random fact. Not a porn star, but isn't she, though? <laughs> ah, the first lady is a call girl. <laughs> no, she's not. But she did marry Trump, so isn't she, though? <laughs> oh, thank God I'm doing this podcast from an undisclosed location because SEAL Team 6 would definitely be anyway shout out to Barack and Michelle Sasha and Malia everybody at the White House everybody there I'm praying for y'all because I saw that picture of y'all when <laughs> that them people came the orange man and his henchmen came <laughs> y'all was standing on that lawn looking like the whole family like when <laughs> when a dude bring the girl home for Thanksgiving or some holiday and everybody already hate her, so they just out there with their arms crossed like, mm, so that's her, huh? <laughs> that's how everybody was out there looking 
Woo! I can't even imagine a meet and greet. And then, then Barack. Barack is just such a a, a cool ass dude. Cause I don't even know that I would even be able to. Like I'm petty. Like <laughs> they came up there like, oh, we're gonna work on the transition. No, nah, I don't feel like it. I got some other work to do. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not helping him with nothing. Cause guess what? I'm as far as he's concerned, I'm the most incompetent president ever. I'm the worst thing that ever happened to this country. So the last thing I'ma do is impart all of this horribleness onto this new orange person that's coming in to be in the place where I done held it down. No, I'ma let him figure it out because obviously I've done it wrong this whole time. So let's let let's let him do that. Let's let him figure out, yeah you know, take on this big league task. Like, do y'all realize that there is a person that is taking over the office in this big-ass house in D.C. that use words like bigly? <laughs> Woo! That is a perfect representation of how stupid this country is. Bigly. 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 He used that word. <laughs> Right. Sorry. Pull it together. It's a mess. <laughs> um, but yeah, you saw the pictures on the internet. Barack is shaking hands with him. And I don't care what nobody say. I still stand by it. I've said it numerous times. I will say it once again. Trump ain't, he didn't want this. He did not want it. He did not want this life. But he is such a narcissist. He could not stop himself. He wanted to sell some books move some stakes, get some hotel stays, rape, rape the campaign dollars and, you know, siphon off and laundering some of those campaign dollars into his own pocket. So, you know, by charging his campaign tripled amount to stay in his own hotel to do his campaign, little slick ass shit like that. That's what he wanted. He wanted that. He wanted to create this windfall of money. And in doing that, he got caught up. He got caught up in the accolades and people giving him his kids to kiss and, you know, being able to grab bitches by the pussy. Can you imagine how many pussy grabs it was backstage when you went to meet Donald Trump? Like, how many how many of them dumb hoes, oh, yeah, was backstage like, oh, my God, Mr. Trump, can you grab my pussy like you said? Oh, my God, he just grabbed my pussy. So many pussy grabs in that little itty bitty hand. <laughs> but he didn't want it. And you could tell because when he was in there and he finally got to the office and he was sitting across from Barack, he looked like a hoe. He looked like a straight chump. He was in that mug shaking his hand. He didn't even want to look Barack in the eye. And Barack looking at him like, and what? Do something. I dare you. Swing. You feeling froggy? Jump then. All that shit you was talking, jump. He like, um... It is an honor and a pleasure. Sir, you are shaking my hand rather hard. Ow, ouch. <laughs> Woo! Oh, oh, you trying to see that birth, birth certificate now, ho? <sighs> I can't even imagine. Like, I could just see Barack, like, before when he knew they was coming, he just dropped down, did about, like, 50 push-ups, like, bah, just banged them out like a dude right in his jail cell. Like, rah, rah, rah right probably jumped up on the door sill of the oval office and just did like 27 50 pull-ups just right there like oh he pulling up ah, let me get two more ah, ah, right jump down 
muscles all rippling and shit. I mean, he's 50-something, so the muscles is still there, right? Boom. Put on his jacket, had the little bit of perspiration underneath, but that was just like that man sweat. He like, let's go get this whole ass nigga. <laughs> Woo! Oh, good thing Barack ain't petty because y'all don't even understand. First of all, I'll be like, y'all can't park over here. <laughs> he going to have to park. He going to have to park in the visitor's lot. <laughs> oh, I'm not sending nobody. Soon as he get there, he got to wait outside, dumb long. I'll just be in there in the back, like drinking coffee or some shit. I'll just be in the back with the chef like, yo, so what we want to do? Just not nothing no purpose off the rip you're gonna wait two hours just on gp ho because i come out when i want to come out and you're gonna have to wait there like a bitch right boom then they like mr president uh here is mr D uh hold on hold that thought they need me over here some real shit going down then i'm gonna walk the fuck off and then you're gonna wait another two hours bitch because we're gonna start this shit when i want to start this shit right and then um <laughs> Oh, it would be so petty. And then Michelle sitting across from Melania talking, and I know she looking at Melania like, girl. <laughs> like, wow. So, hey. um, So you might want to take your pen and pad out because I know how you like to be plagiarized and shit. So let me just tell you shit, and you can just go ahead and write it down. Feel free to put in your name or my name because, bitch, obviously – but see, they're not me. They're they're awesome, and and they would never do that. They're they are the quintessential professionals, and I'm sure they were like welcome, and uh, da, 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 da. But if I was Michelle, I would have like zero words for that bitch. I've been like, yeah. So they go your quarters, get your own staff, you do the dinners. All right, I'm about. I gotta go to Soul Cycle. <laughs> Is that anything? Okay, that was wrong because that wouldn't even hurt. <laughs> I'm trying to do her bullshit ass uh, <laughs> speaking voice. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Ass. Go ass um, Kel Kellyanne, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Walk around. Don't go in my room, no, bitch. <laughs> Sasha Malia, let's go. <laughs> She'd be like, I would like to meet you. No, no, no. We're not going to meet my daughters. We're good. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Stranger danger, bitch. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, you don't have kids. Bye. <laughs> oh, I'm so petty. Woo. Mm -mm -mm. If I was Sasha Malia and them fucking weird-ass Trump dudes came in there, I would be like, first of all, sir, I feel like you want a predator watch list, so I'm going to do well. Ooh. How did I miss that? First of all, I wouldn't even let my daughters be in the house with Trump. <laughs> like, bro got a sex... He got he has a rape charge pending. Y'all y'all get that right? Did y'all? Did y'all? I hope y'all didn't miss that fact. That, Yeah has a rape, statutory rape, because the girl was supposed to be only 15. So, y'all upcoming president, y'all. Wow. Is a rapist. Not that there weren't so many in the past. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, all them kids, 
Yeah, exactly. Any of them that own slave, you already know what that was. So, boom. So, it's not a surprise there. But in 2016, yeah, he has it like the this dude who is taking over the seat that Barack has is going to have to, in a minute, go to court and stand trial for raping a child. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Woo! I feel like that bald eagle now just trying to jump in the storm drain. I'm done. Like, anyway. So, yeah, as soon as he came to the house, I'd have been like, girls, get out of here. I don't want you in the same space. It's like when the uncle come to the house that everybody know be messing with the kids. It's like, uh-uh, all the kids come out that room. <laughs> Your uncle here, all the kids go. In the <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Who back there with them and all them kids? Uh-uh, uh-uh, y'all get the kids. Get them kids out of that room. Y'all go outside. Y'all go over there. Go outside. Don't go back there no more. Yeah. Can't be around Sasha and Malia, sir. No. No. Stay focused on your own daughter since she's so hot to you. I, You know. <sighs> anyway, I'm just doing an overall wrap-up of the whole shit show. Like, the shit show now becoming a full shit extravaganza. Um, But, yeah, shout-out to Barack and Michelle. They did it. They had them come to the house. And they got to be there now every day. Every day they're going to have to deal with this. Every day they come. That's why I would clock out. See, that's like when you know you about to get fired or you know they're bringing in somebody to do your job, but you but they want you to train them. Or you know somebody is coming in to be your boss, but you still got to train them type shit. Nah, I'm not doing that. Calling out sick every day. Every day. Every freaking day. Um, so, yeah, you know. I just realized I had something, like, taped to my wall that's clearly got a misspelled word on it. And nobody said nothing. Just saw it and was like, yeah, that looked like the way Hadia would spell storytelling. It's hurtful. <laughs> Anyway, man, I, uh, oh, so, boom. Um, It's over. It happened. Now it's time to go on to see what's going to happen next. But before we do that, I want to run down who made this episode's black ass shit list, right? So as you know, the black ass shit list is either like some black ass shit like what black people do, like beatboxing in the corner and making a beat on the table, right? Or black ass shit list. That means you have made the shit list for black ass podcasts. So this episode specifically is for the people who made the shit list. Um, number one, the people who didn't vote. Yeah, fuck y'all. So you just decided to stay your ass at home and not say nothing. Just nothing. None, none of this applies to you. That's how you feel. But you know what's funny? The fact that the fact is, is that not only did you did you not vote for the president, who really don't have that much power, but you didn't even lend your voice to the Senate and Congress and shit where the actual power lies. So you allowed 
Republicans to take over the House and the Senate, thereby giving Trump all the power he needs to pass whatever bullshit laws he want to pass. So if he goes to Congress and says, hey, you know what I was thinking? We probably should start opening up concentration camp style locations for people who can't afford to whatever the fuck. For the poor people who really can't afford to, bam, 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 I was thinking maybe we could just decide to make them, like once we deport all of the immigrants, all the people that's doing those low-paying low jobs or no-paying jobs, then we can take the poor of this country and just transition them into them jobs. And then what? The House and the Senate is going to be like, you know what? That's a great idea. I guess, you know, we all on the same team. We all Republicans. You said it. We will deliver. And then boom. Like you didn't even give a you didn't even give a shit enough to at least go and help and vote for councilmen and people in your neighborhood and people that are will directly affect your day to day. You ain't even have you ain't even have enough wherewithal to do that. Wow, fuck you. Um, to the protesters who are out there, yeah, you on the shit list too. For what you're protesting? What you out there for? What? If you really wanted to be outside and yelling and screaming, you should have been doing that somewhere in the Midwest canvassing. You should have been doing that, trying to talk to whatever white family members you have that decide, not even just white, whatever Latino, whatever black family members you had that you knew was voting for Trump. Why didn't you think to go and sit down and talk to them, have a beer summit or something, and go figure out how you can change their mind or at least open their mind to some real-ass facts? Because, you know, that's something that Republicans have no interest in. Facts, figures, and or quotes, and or video <laughs> evidence. <laughs> Not interested, right? Like, we have a video of Trump saying we have actual we have the actual leaked tax return of him that he wouldn't even turn in, right? <laughs> And y'all like, yeah, but he's going to make America great again. Like, what? <sighs> so fuck you, protesters. Too little, too late. How many of y'all was actually some people that was voted third party or wanted to vert, vote your conscience? Bitch, go sit down. Go to your house and go sit down. Go to your room. Go lay down and go reflect on what a dumbass decision you made. And you in the street burning a paper mache as Macy's Day parade as a float of Donald Trump is not going to do anything. Nothing. What you could have done was not take your ass in that booth and vote for Jill Stein or whatever this other dude name was, who I don't even remember, which tells you all automatically this dude was had no impact, would have no effect. There was no goddamn chance. And y'all knew it. And y'all still went in there like, uh, well, I'm just going to. OK, but now you want to be in the street. Bitch, get in the house. It's a curfew. Get your dumb ass in the house. You better be getting in the house and get ready for this slave labor he about to put on the damn Congress, put in front of Congress. It's your dumb ass. Um, the media. Fuck y'all. Specifically, quote unquote, news outlets. Of course, I'm not going to mention Fox because Fox is the news. Fox is just a bunch of white people that happen to have some cameras and access to a building. And then they go in there, put on some makeup and some nice outfits and go and talk to each other about shit that's not even true. Made up facts. All kind, you know. Anyway, Fox legit is one step above public access TV. 
And I and I apologize to Public Access TV for even putting y'all two in the same sentence. But I'm just saying as far as like, <sighs> anyway, you know, it's like Chris tells all about Manhattan and Fox News. It's the same level of intelligence. <laughs> Although I will say Chris probably is way more intelligent because he has actual history that he looks into. And, but anyway, so... But I'm talking about news outlets overall, right? Media, the newspapers that never really challenged nothing that he said that allowed him to get up in front of people, lie, and then y'all just be like, all right, all right. No, bitch, ain't no all right. You are you can't just allow this man to get up here and lie to everybody's face and then there's no challenge of it. The fact that this man would, has stood on every side of an issue, has said the most horrible shit and then said, what, I never said that. Like, bitch, we just watched a vi video of you saying it. No, I never said that. Like, that should have been on a repeat all day, every day. No matter what you was watching, it should have been a ticker tape at the bottom of the screen, like you know Trump said. Like, how how was how is it that this man is just able to say whatever he wants? Y'all still get him the platform. Y'all still allow him to come into the debates and all that shit. Y'all was so thirsty for ratings that y'all just allowed this fool to and gave him every opportunity, every platform he needed. Every camera was trained on him. How? First of all, soon as he got ready to go to the main debate against Hillary, they should have been like, bruh, um, I know it's you supposed to get in here, but we're going to need those tax returns. Otherwise, there will be no debate. Period. Point. What? Blank. How is it he just said, oh, I'm not going to do that. And then they like, well, uh, this just in. Donald Trump not going to give up his tax return. Back to you, Chris. Like, what? No. That's not something you can just say and do without any repercussions. Like, nobody, there was no challenge. So, to the media, to the news, fuck y'all, because y'all was the ones that allowed this stupid shit to happen. There should not, this, it should have been full lights out on him, period. I don't give a damn if he was doing a rally at the, at, uh, Madison Square Garden, and it was full of people. Y'all had the ability to be like, oh, we're not going to run that footage. Y'all did it to Bernie. Y'all didn't have no problem locking Bernie ass out with the with the quickness. Bernie out there selling out Coliseums. Y'all like, uh, in other Bernie had a rally today, and in other news, like what? Mayonnaise is on sale. Like y'all didn't care. Y'all just was like, nope. But it, but y'all would turn and and just give somebody so dangerous with such dangerous rhetoric y'all would just give him all of the access he needed all of the platform all the airtime he needed so media fuck y'all and don't be and i don't want to hear shit that's why i laughed so hard at msnbc i was laughing of course crying but laughing as well because it was just like oh now all of a sudden y'all surprised y'all sitting up here looking surprised and not not at any point did y'all challenge and be like wait a minute hold on we need to get some congress behind this it's no investigation, no real journalism on y'all part. Nobody was going below the surface. All of y'all sitting up there crying and talking about and showing replays and, and discussing these stupid-ass emails that didn't have shit to do with nothing. Emails was the most random-ass bullshit emails ever. And y'all put all the rest of us in danger just putting these fucking emails out with real people emails. I told y'all that. I was reading a couple of episodes back. I'm reading through and I'm looking at real people fucking e I was looking at Colin Powell email. How fucking irresponsible is that? 
But what do you expect? It's the new America, guys. It's a trash fire. <laughs> it's an eagle in a storm drain. Do y'all realize how symbolic that is? <laughs> Yo, the eagle was like, I'm going to just go down here with the Ninja Turtles because I don't want to live this life. <laughs> I'm done living this life. Get me off of all these flags. I am now a sore rat. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> I'm going underground to learn karate from Master Splinter. And I'm just going to get ready for this race war. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm ready to be a toxic, a toxic Avenger. I'm done. That is the real symbol for America, a toxic... Uh, a sore rat eagle <laughs> oh god anyway um finally on the um oh so that that wraps up the um black ass shit list congratulations everybody all of the winners um although you were only announced on the podcast we will be sending out your gold-plated fuck you statue uh, in the upcoming weeks. So thank you guys so much. <laughs> um, what didn't make the list but should have is those Neiman Marcus greens that y'all, I know we talked about it. Well, I know everybody saw it. Um, Neiman Marcus is selling greens for $66 for 12-ounce tray of greens, four 12-ounce trays of greens. It's supposed to feed eight to ten. $66. But here here's the real here's the real insult. $15.50 shipping and handling. First of all, I have a problem with 50 cents. You piece of shit. You couldn't just round this to a round ass number. Oh, 16 was too high, but 15 ain't. Bitch. $15 shipping and handling, right? And the real problem is the shit is sold out. The greens sold out of Neiman Marcus. First of all, Neiman Marcus is a, 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 a fucking clothing store. Now they want to sell uber fancy collard greens. Collard greens with fucking bacon bits. This peas and a guacamole. Fucking Parmesan cheese and a sweet potato pie. First of all, why the fuck are you making greens, Neiman Marcus? Didn't nobody ask y'all to do that? Nobody needed you to make greens. If anybody wants some greens, they're going to go to the people that know how to make greens. I'm looking at this picture of the greens. First and foremost, these greens are too green. Everybody know when you cook greens, they ain't supposed to be that green. When you cook greens, you're supposed to cook out all of the nutrients out of the greens. How am I supposed to eat these greens and I can still taste the vitamin A? <laughs> I'm not supposed to be getting no nutritional value out of these greens. These greens supposed to be cooked down to nothing. When I put these greens in my mouth, mouth they supposed to evaporate like a magic trick. You understand what I'm telling you? I shouldn't have to chew my greens. How dare you? How dare you? When when these greens, 
first of all, bacon bits, bitch. Who the fuck put? Although I, you know, I, I would mind some bacon bits, but I'm just saying you don't put fucking bacon bits in no greens. Everybody know you supposed to get turkey necks. You supposed to get some ham hocks. You supposed to get some kind of meat that's gonna drip all kind of grease off into the greens for the flavoring. Y'all out here putting bacon bits on some sixty six dollars for some greens for four 12 ounce trays. First of all, I'm mad at a 12 ounce tray. You know, on Thanksgiving, I can eat 12 ounces of goddamn greens by myself. By myself. So there's four ounces, four 12 ounce trays of greens, which I'll put, you know what? So disrespectful. Why, 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 Neiman Marcus? Go make some white people shit. Go make a fucking blooming onion, bitch. Go make some French onion soup. Go make some string bean casserole. Why did you have to do collard greens? Why? Why did you, why did, why? Who, who decided that this was something that y'all should do? $66 plus, do you know how many bushels, do you know how many pounds of greens I can get for $16, let alone $66 is a budget, is a greens budget for a restaurant, like for a whole-ass restaurant. That's for a day's, you know, expected customer turnover in a restaurant, bitch. $66 for four 12-ounce trays? Oh, so y'all clearly not. So y'all really going to, like, get just one fork full of greens and one small spoon of whatever bullshit y'all have on y'all house? And I, and I don't want to be mad, but I'm so fucking mad. You know how I feel about, you know how I feel about the traditions of the ancestors. You can't put a price tag like sixty six dollars on fucking greens, bitch. It's not about the greens. It's about the love that go into the greens. Y'all seen Soul Food, right? When you ball your hand up, you make a mighty fist. Okay, that's the wrong quote. What I'm telling you is. <laughs> Big mama in the house, in the kitchen with everybody else and the sisters and everybody making greens. You know what kind of blood, sweat, and tears went into making greens back in the day? You know what it takes to feed a family with greens when you out there cooking for the holidays and you got the big-ass pot of greens? Do you know the struggle of being a kid and your mama dropping off five goddamn brown bags of greens and you got to you gotta de-vein the greens? Y'all don't even know what that is. That's how I know you ain't about that green life. You out here paying $66 for some greens, but you don't know what it takes to go into making some greens when you got to sit there and you're trying to watch cartoons. All you want to do is watch cartoons, but your mama like, hey, I need you to get these get these greens together. P- uh, pull these greens. Now you got to sit there and all you want to do is watch TV, but you crying because your hands is getting stiff because you got to pull the, the stem part out of the damn greens. So now it's greens all everywhere, right? You don't know that struggle. You don't know the struggle of having to be in the kitchen and washing those greens like you washing clothes at the creek. You don't know that struggle. You don't know what it's like to have to cut up the onions that go into the greens, uh, cutting up two and three whole ass onions. You only eight years old. You crying to real ass tears. You are burning out the red of your eyeballs but you're doing it because it's about family and it's about the holidays and it's about coming together it ain't about no fucking $66 greens bitch with $15 shipping 
You don't know what it's like to be cooking greens in the kitchen and it's hot as hell because the oven is on, the stove is on, the crock pot is on, everything is goddamn on. The lights is on. You got the window open, but ain't not nan breeze blowing. You can't open the front door because you don't know who might walk in the front door. It's a goddamn struggle. It's real. It's like a jungle sometimes. And now you in the kitchen and the goddamn pot of potatoes is boiling right next to you. You got some fucking black eyed peas or something on the side of you. You got this big ass vat of greens and it's, and it's, and it's you know... Y'all didn't have to do this, Neiman Marcus. Stay in your lane. Make some fucking mayonnaise casserole or some shit. I don't know what you make, but that's the shit. Don't don't fuck with black people recipes, bitch. All right. It's just, it's been a lot, guys. Shout out to BuzzFeed. They put up, <laughs> they put up a counter the minute that that dude that's orange with that terrible ass hair that got the, the five kids with the three baby mamas. <laughs> that's how I will be. I'm never saying I'm not. I'm not gonna say his name again. It's gonna be the dude, the orange dude with the five kids and the three baby mamas and the terrible hairpiece. Right. Boom. The moment it was announced that he was going to take over that seat, man, BuzzFeed put up a counter, like, immediately with how many days, how many years, hours, minutes, seconds it is until 2020. So, <laughs> only three years to go, guys. <laughs> 300... <laughs> Anyway, four days and I'm already losing my mind. Um, all right. I I don't know how much I have in me because there's really, what else do you talk about? Oh, shit. It's already 40 minutes. This has been oddly fun. I'm very surprised right now. Um, all right. So lastly, I want to introduce a new segment called, but really, Wow. So, um, here's the thing. Um, you know, while we're sitting here, uh, upset about the election, numbers don't lie. And the truth is a lot of people didn't get out to vote and a lot of white women and Latinos voted for Trump. It's true. Shout out to all the black women. When we get in formation, we in formation, and we was in formation. We showed up. We was at that polling place. We did our part. We called who we needed to call. We got our people together and was like, look, bitch, you, me and you is not going out for drinks next Thursday if you don't get your ass up right now and take your ass to the poll. I know myself. I called a bunch of people like, hey, um, I'm going to need you to make sure that you make some time today to go and take your ass to that polling place, right? So I did my part. But I feel like black women, we did our part. White women, but really, wow, 53% of y'all voted for Trump, 53%, that's half, that is half of white women voted for Trump, that means that a lot of y'all, even in cities where that might have gone blue, or did go blue, y'all still voted for Trump, this is people who 
got quote unquote black friends who have quote unquote you know don't see color and all this other shit that want to come and hang out and want to come to the barbecue and want to date black men and date latino men and want to do all this other shit but you got your ass in that booth bitch and you pulled that funky ass curtain back and was like circle 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 click 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 lever whatever the fuck your process is i'm not sure and then still took a picture and talked it's just like wow really 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 and and i get it yeah white women all of y'all didn't do it but guess what y'all are responsible for them bitches who did that's right. Just like how black women, when when another black woman do some bullshit, now all of a sudden you are now responsible and you are basically that same woman. And now like how all black women have this, um, people assume that all black women have a bad attitude because they've encountered one or two black women with an attitude. Now that basically is a representation of all black women. Now white women, all of y'all voted for Trump. How do you wait a minute? That's that's totally wrong okay i fucking did not vote for him i completely understand but that's bullshit and that's not fair it's so unfair it's so unfair i know hurts don't it it hurts to think that people gonna look at you and just automatically assume you voted for trump and treat you just like you voted for trump wow what a burden to bear welcome welcome oh yeah because even if you didn't do it you had a responsibility. You had a you had a responsibility to take your ass back to them swamps where your family from, back to them backwoods, back to that trailer park, back to them neighborhoods, back to that meth lab that your aunt is running. Yeah, just because you moved to the city and now you kicking it with all multiracial people and now you get it, you had a responsibility to take your ass home and make sure they fucking got it. And you didn't. You set your ass in the city. You tried to leave, you tried to leave the Appalachian Mountains and shit and try to act like... Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not from there. Oh, but your auntie is there. Your, your nieces in them is there. Your sister in them is there. You were supposed to have long-ass conversations. You were supposed to go, ham, go home, have a fucking beer summit, a mayonnaise summit. I don't know what y'all do when y'all get together, a ranch dressing summit. You were supposed to sit your family down, and you were supposed to have a real-ass conversation like, bitch, we cannot let this crazy motherfucker get in office. As women, we cannot allow somebody who thinks like this, who speaks like this, who acts like this, to be in office and thereby start a ripple effect of other motherfuckers to do exactly what he doing and all this time and all this progress we didn't try to make and now you gonna set us back, bitch? No, pass that mayonnaise. We need to talk about this. Yes, I blame y'all, okay? And for the next four years, you better not say shit to me. We better not ever get in an argument because I'm telling you right now, you voted for Trump is going to be my adogan. I'm a straight, every time I get mad, and we if we going back and forth, I'm going to be like, well, bitch, you voted for Trump. And that's going to be it. And there's nothing you can say. You're going to have to take that right in the face. Like, you know what? You right. You got it. You got that, and then conversation and argument is over. You ain't got nothing else to say to me, okay? Yeah, exactly, for the next four years. And let, let me just let you know something. Well, I can't even say four years after that, because by then, America will be in full flames. Like, there will be nothing left. I mean, you know, 
because he's about to go in there and dismantle everything. I hope you know that, and I hope you're happy about that. I hope that's something that you, unless that's exactly what you wanted. But women's women's rights is about to be done, okay? It's about to be over. Thank God I'm not trying to have no kids, but for the women out there who really was trying to focus on their career and just stave off having kids for a little bit longer, oh, no, bitch, they're going to have your ass pregnant out the gate. They're going to open up. They're going to open up sex farms for y'all ass and make y'all, okay, that's too far, and I just, oh, I just want to apologize to the ancestors right now. That was too sometimes I'm talking and then my mouth is running and then my mouth has to catch up you know my brain has to catch up to my mouth and I've already said something that I shouldn't have said so I'm going to take that back but I'm just saying get ready for an alley get ready for an alley abortion because that's what that's what it's going to be matter of fact I need to start that as a business Because the, the man is going to be there. Wait, copyright. I, I I called it. I claimed it. That's me. I just said it on this podcast. That means it's a record of it. I'm keeping that one. Yeah. Allie Abortions. <laughs> and the chick that's doing it, her name is Allie. <laughs> okay, too much. <laughs> Woo! Mm-mm-mm. Let me tell you something. By the end of this four years... Everybody going to be taking a knee at the national anthem. Believe that shit. Everybody is going to be on one knee sitting right next to Kaepernick like, you know what, bro? You was right this whole time. <laughs> Obamacare, you can kiss that shit goodbye. So all y'all bitches that was enjoying being able to go to the doctor and get a checkup, oh, your vagina is going to die in the next four years. Vagina, your your vagina is basically dead. It's going to die on the stem. It's going to be a wrap. It's, ain't no more, you know, y'all might as well just get ready to live with disease in your vagina because you ain't going to be able to go and get it checked out, go get no medication to fix it. And the thing about it is, okay, let me slow down because... The thing about it is, is that a bunch, a gang of y'all that voted broke as fuck and you're voting for Donald Trump because he's going to quote unquote make America great again. But you ain't got not Nan. He has not laid out not Nan. I meant that not Nan, not Nan plan of how he's going to do that, what he's going to do, what the process is going to be, where the money is going to come from, what timetable you can expect it to come in. But you're going to give up your Obamacare and most of y'all is on public assistance anyway? Oh, yeah. Surprise. White people own food stamps. And now y'all about to put somebody in office who's about to take all of that away. So all y'all little backwoods barbecues and goddamn crab boils, bitch, it's a wrap. Y'all just, it's just going to be a boil. (laughs) It's just going to be hot ass water with cut up hot dogs in it, bitch. That's it. I hope you're happy now. <laughs> uh, um, and to the Latinos that voted for him. But really? Wow. So you think by voting for somebody who wants to get all immigrants out of the country, that saves you? You think that the people who are siding with him and want all these immigrants out of the country are going to look at you and be like, oh, nah, you was born here. Hell no. 
You got the exact same face. So guess what? Whether whether you have to move or not, your life is going to be hell. You're going to have to walk around with some kind of paperwork like, wait a minute, guys. I promise I was born here. Who got time for that? But that's what y'all voted for. You you voted, and I'm not saying that it was, I'm not saying that um, immigration is great and, and where it is right now is perfect and all these immigrants coming. I'm not saying that, but the idea that you didn't even want to get somebody in office that would at least try to put forth some real immigration policy and try to work within what immigration is. But the idea that, oh, I'm going to put over 10, 10 million people out of the country, houseway. And you think people ain't going to get caught up in that? You think you safe from that? Wow. Good luck with that. Good luck with sending your kids to school with they fucking immigrant face and think they ain't going to get harassed and think somebody ain't going to be coming for them and, and, and dragging them and treating them like shit and spitting on them because it's only going to escalate. It's going to start with, you're an immigrant, you're going to get the fuck out of here because that's already happening. But then what what happens next is that now... They're going to start putting hands on people, now grabbing people, now doing dumb shit, tying them up, whatever the fuck. This is what y'all voted for. So get ready. And don't think, oh, when these illegal immigrants going to come, when they leave, then the job market is going to open up and it's going to be all these great jobs. It's not. And you know what might happen? Your immigrant ass face is going to be right in there working them jobs just on GP. I hope you happy. Hope you happy. Um, and to the black people who voted for Trump, I don't even have, and it wasn't a lot, thankfully, but it was some. Like, bro, what? I, you know, I'm not even gone because I can't. I can't even muster the strength to talk to y'all. Like, it's. I'm, I feel like the mama. Like when you do some bullshit and your mama is so mad at you that she like, I can't even whoop you right now. Like I, there is so much misplaced rage right now. If I put hands on you, I'm going to murder you. And I don't want to murder you, but I definitely want to bust your ass. So let me just take a minute. I can't even talk. So maybe next episode I'll come back and we can have a real ass conversation. Black people to black people and whatever white people is listening over here, you know, over here in the whole situation. But I can't, I I legit can't, I have no words for you. I have no word, none, zero. And, and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and throw in that box, not just the black people who voted for him, but the black people who didn't vote at all. Because when you didn't, your, your non-vote was essentially a vote for him. So, I just, you know. All right. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to get the, but I mm, I was going to say some shit that I couldn't come back from. And we in mixed company. And I really feel like this is black ass podcast and there's some black people listening. But if we got some company in here and I just feel like the words I have is just not for company right now. So I'm just black people. The next black people meeting, I'm fucking y'all up. I'm telling <laughs> Woo. Uh, yeah. All right. Look, that's it. I ain't about to be doing this all day with y'all. I had a good time. I actually genuinely had a good time on this episode. I did not think I would be able to. 
I did not think it was going to work, but we did it. And I just want to thank y'all for hanging in there with me. Um, <laughs> congratulations to all the people that made the black ass shit list. Um, fuck you to everybody in the but really wow um, segment. Fuck y'all. Um, I'll be back next week, man. That's if, you know, Donald Trump. If the orange dude with the five kids and the three baby mamas with the fucked up hair, you know, unless he still team six my podcast, I'll be back next week. Um, Oh, before I, so let me get up out of here. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure you subscribe, share it, share it, share it. If you haven't shared it, tweet about it. Just tweet like, oh my God. And shout out to everybody that sends me tweets. I really appreciate y'all. Y'all give me so much life, but please continue to do that. Let other people know it's growing. It's a slow build, but you know, it's going to be great one day. I just, you know, need y'all to help me make it great. Um, quick update. My DVD taping for my comedy special is, has been moved by one day. So instead of December 15th, it's going to be on December 14th. That's a Wednesday, December 14th. Two shows, 7.30 and a 9.30 show. And it is going to be here in New York at Stand Up New York. So how great is that? I get to do my first comedy special in an actual uh, New York comedy uh, of actual reputable comedy club, um, longstanding club. So please, 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 if you are thinking of coming, go to my website, hrcomedy.com, sign the mailing list, go to the contact page, sign the mailing list. That way I can get the information out to you. We're going to be putting tickets on sale very, very soon. So, so get your friends together, get you a cute little outfit, come out, bring your friends, bring your crew, come laugh your ass off with me in New York, Stand Up New York, December 14th, 7.30 show, 9.30 show, hrcomedy.com. Sign the mailing list. Information will be going out very, very soon. All right. Yay, we made it. I didn't think we could make it, but you know what? I guess that's just really the resilience of the human spirit and, you know, what happens here. So I hope this podcast episode brightened your day. It definitely got me in a much better mood than I was. Um, and I will be back next week, man. Black Ass Podcast. I'm Hadia Robinson. Peace. <laughs>